Hello, everyone, and welcome to Subsegment, a show where we discuss all things queer, kinky, nerdy, and taboo. I'm one of your hosts, Irony. And I am Pop Noodles, your co-host, and I welcome you to Subsegment. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hello. Oh, wow. Hello, puppy. Oh, wow. <laughs> How's my puppy doing? Very good. Yeah? Yeah. You had a good nap today? Yes. Yeah. It was very comfy. Mm, always, Olding. always good. Mm-hmm. Holding paws with the baby. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. How's my handler? Uh, good. Uh, we're sort of like uh, a little bit like rushed in this episode. Uh, well, you know, technology it uh fucks up sometimes, and uh, something you recorded is just gone and it doesn't work. So, um, we're gonna do a really short, fun episode today to mm-hmm. uh, make up for that, and we're gonna talk about um. A fun little uh, sensual foray into a little a little head kink. Yeah, because um, a, a lot of the time we talk about vampire game that we have, um, mm-hmm. and in those role playing setting, uh, we often have like scene between the time that we're not doing the final event of the month. Let's say. Um, so we try to role play together and most of the time it's in form of text because it's just simpler. It, it allows the theater of the mind when we are also in our apartment, in mm-hmm. our pajamas. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and so uh, in this context, we are like magic warlock, which is wizard. Yep. Sexy, vampire. sexy wizard vampires. Yeah, but it's like, a, anyway, it's a bit complex lore-wise, but um, in this setting, we basically are twin and big quotation, basically two kindred that got a nice ritual together to be paired together. Um, in and, unbirth or whatever. <laughs> yeah, in undead life. Yeah. Um, and my character is basically a very, like, some of the spell that I have is domination, which is exactly what you understand it does. It's basically force people to do stuff. Um, and irony character is uh, a little bit of the. Uh, They're a masochist. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> um, yeah. Both uh, physically and mentally. Uh, yeah. And because, mine is the saddest. Yeah. And um, we're very much playing very unhealthy roles and playing into those sort of tropes that we can explore i believe safely within our dynamic especially because uh it's imagination 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, creating character help with that. And like mm -hmm. in no way physically we are doing any of that. Um, so uh, we had the scene recently, which was kind of the first big one that we have. Mm -hmm. And I would also mention this scene comes after sort of our last uh, discussion where you had said to me like, oh, hey, I don't think I can sort of physically do this sort of domination with you because you were my handler. Mm -hmm. uh, so this, the, I want to say that like that moment in time and this moment in time are very special for me in my brain uh, and mm -hmm. I find them very connected. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know exactly what you wish to talk about other than what has been done or. Well, I mean, it, in its, in its core, we got to explore sort of power dynamics shifted, right? Yeah. Uh, and I feel that you were able to explore a more dominant and visceral, viscerally dominant, um, yeah sort of characterization of yourself within your mind mm -hmm. um, you know you were describing scenarios that um, I don't believe that you could physically do necessarily mm -hmm. in the real world I mean other than the you know the fact that it was all wizard vampire magic mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. blood rope <laughs> yeah blood rope and all that beautiful <laughs> stuff mm -hmm. um, it But also it's funny to suddenly for us to have so much like shibari and bondage kind of come through in our relationship. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see like not only to explore that sort of dynamic safely, I think for you as well, because, you know, you couldn't physically hurt me. We both mm -hmm. have very, you know, discussed like our limits of trust in terms of like, uh, what we were okay with talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, and we both feel very comfortable talking about things when we're not okay with them. So mm -hmm. uh, pushing, pushing edge play and all that stuff is totally valid in this, this sort of scenario. And I, and I say edge play, I mean uh, pushing the edges of your own limits mm -hmm. uh, and comfort levels. Yeah, it was um, not hard, but, Uh, different to put myself into the mindset that I had to be controlling and to the point of being like obsessive and like manipulative also because mm -hmm. like as we stated the character are not healthy <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, the relationship that they have is very like obsessive and like needed yeah um, so like for example if Irony's character is supposed to walk away during her night. Uh, you know, this is something that I will punish them for. Mm -hmm. uh, if they talk for too long and or if they uh, interrupt my character, I'm going to punish them for that also. So, uh, um, you know, it's just fun to be able to explore that kind of uh, setting, like setting. Yes, because we, we've already established the boundaries of consent. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and agreed to the, the, these sort of actions. And then plus we have our check-in mechanisms to do this sort of thing in mm -hmm. character. Um, 
it's just easier to like still rely on like all the all that wonderful talking that we have between each other and the trust that we have like out of character to use mm -hmm. it in these characters as well but um the scene that we did was in my opinion very beautiful and yes. it was very nice visually what i had in my brain as we were describing it um but yeah there was a lot of bandage uh and that was very nice mm -hmm. um, there was like a ritual circle uh upon like which the character was like kneeling on with their hands tied to the floor basically Mm -hmm. uh, and my character basically had a, a flogger with like metal bits at the end of the whip um, so I was just you know not fucking around but being like you know what a nice number is mm -hmm. <laughs> and just <laughs> throwing a random number <laughs> and be like you know what no I don't like that number I like something less uh, like nothing pair like i need the opposite of pair number mm -hmm. uh, so you know i think it turned out to be 31 uh mm -hmm. flog. lashes yes and it was a lot and uh as we stated we have uh power uh, that we can use and uh, one of them being like a wizard of blood and vampire is that we can boost like using blood we can boost abilities and or make someone like change emotion and stuff like that um so my character at the beginning was not gentle but you know just the average good of an average flogging <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> it's very funny because then at some point Irony's character was like well you know what i want you to go harder and spend their own blood and magic to force my character to like unleash into a a wrath and mm -hmm. just go at it and that was so extremely interesting to explore and to witness and be like wow you really did this that's insane yeah and using yeah. game mechanics in like a kink scene was very interesting because i was mm -hmm. like ooh, because like i as the character wanted more or like i as the reader wanted more to happen and i was like ooh, i forgot i have fucking blood magic uh and this is a way to communicate <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was very nice, and then you know all the slashes happen, and um, the obvious and I, like. Sorry. Uh, I got to also role play in a scenario which is like a fantasy, which is blood play and like a heavy amount of blood, yes. right? So, uh, it wasn't. I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't necessarily like a jerk off thing for me. No. Like it wasn't. It was just like so, like very much like a mental sort of scene which i could mm -hmm. not actually ever do because i ca mm -hmm. can't lose that much blood uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know and i don't like corn syrup so i don't want to be sticky like that <laughs> um so yeah like that that was actually really uh fucking great for my brain yeah and how was it for you to explore a bit more that uh, submissive kind of fantasy it was interesting um I would say it was easier to sort of like, quote, relinquish control of the character yeah. um, because 
I mean, it was all in like theater of the mind. So it like mm-hmm. really like allowed me to sort of be like, well, it's not like any of my body or my body is sort of like happening. I don't have mm-hmm. to think about that. Um, and so like immediately like the, I was able to like really sort of let this character go and like explore those sort of things, uh, which was interesting. And I'm going to really have to sort of like think on that, <laughs> you know, like why can I let this imaginary sort of like character that I have created? So like it is a literal child go out and enjoy like all of these things. W- what is holding me back as a person? Who knows? Am I holding myself back? I don't know. So I'm going to uh, be noodling over that in my brain for the next millennia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's still very early in the character development itself. And mm-hmm. I think that's something we both really enjoy about that. Um, what I wanted to finish uh, before we skip into this was uh, we also had like, a, I guess, uh, self-care uh Finish, yes, aftercare, aftercare. Yeah. Because, um, you know, at some point I was like, oh, maybe this is it. You know, the slashers are done and that's it. But my brain was like, you know what? You, s- It's not how it would be. Like the character would still show compassion and like mm-hmm. thankful about what Arendi's character given to him. And like so much blood and, you know... Uh, it's something crazy. Um, so then I had to describe like the little last scene, which mm-hmm. was basically um, lifting you up into a moonlit bath uh, with night candle and just washing Ernie's uh, character in the bath and, you know, thanking them and thanking for their trust and, um, you know, just quoting what happened in a, better light offering his own blood to help with the the wounds to close and not bleed anymore Mm -hmm. Uh, and then himself dropping into the water and to have them rest on him in the bath Uh, so you know it wasn't just crazy yeah thing it was also like the self-care part was well, aftercare part was there, so mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah, I no, I was, was not really expecting nice. that. Uh, and I'm going to say, like, fucking mental aftercare fucking rules. <laughs> I was up in that bathtub, I have to say. I don't know. I felt like it was very appropriate to give that back. Like, I couldn't just left that character there. Anyway, because in my brain, they're very much in love. And even though yeah. it's not healthy or anything it still have to show that whatever Aaron the character gave to him is you know important to him and somehow reciprocate you know like it can't just be one-sided toxic what how does that even work yeah exactly for vampires I mean like come on (laughs) yeah so that was uh really great and it made me feel great and I honestly it gave me something that I didn't know I wanted, I guess. And uh, like it satisfied something in me that I was like surprised that it satisfied. It, uh, I kind of like that medium for me because it's easier for my brain to interpret how being dominant. 
by someone else that I know can portray that better than myself. And it may be too complicated to understand, but mm. role playing is something weird sometimes. So yeah, gives gives you a moment to be able to like let that character go out and have fun and do something that you don't feel comfortable in your own body doing. I can relate. Yeah, but also like more time to think and how can I fuck with that character <laughs> and how yeah. mentally can I do that? And, you know, you have all the tools you can use and that's also fun to think about. Anyway. I'm going to take a brief moment of your time to discuss our social media. If you would like to email us, it's subsegmentpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash subsegment. And Instagram at subsegmentpodcast. If you'd like to check out our super sexy website made by our very own in-house good boy, please head on over to subsegmentpodcast.com. And, as always, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, as well as on Perth's number one online radio station, DRN1 United. So... Next, we wanted to have a she freak in the sheet. If if it if fits, fits, I said. I said, fit fits. <laughs> We're still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> and today, uh, I think you make a nice list. Uh, you yeah. want to have uh, Robotnik from, uh, well, Dr. Robotnik from uh, Sonic. Yeah, d- he clearly has a doctorate. Let's not strip him of his hard work. No, of course. And then we have uh, Ganondorf from Zelda. Mm-hmm. The Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. And the Pac-Man Ghost. So that's a, that's a weird brochette of people. Yes. <laughs> Um, I don't know if they're all going to the same party yet. You know, these are very different worlds, but we'll see. Yes. We'll see. Um, all right. So Dr. Robotnik, like, I'm going to say party host. Uh, strictly because he is dressed like a, uh, a circus, uh, (laughs) guy. Okay. (laughs) Um, you know, with the red coat and the little black pants. Okay, yes, the ringleader. Yes, yeah. So he's he's dressed there like the perfect sort of like maybe he's doing a carnival themed uh, kink oh event, and uh, you know all all the freaks and whatever are invited, and everyone gets to dress up, and it's super mm-hmm. fun, but like also kinky. So it's like. Maybe he's like, welcome to my establishment, walks you around. Um, his pants are leather, you know, all that fun yeah. stuff. Maybe maybe actually full latex because he's pretty round and shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got, you know, hoops with people tied to them, spinning around, getting flogged and like, you know, <laughs> walks you around, around the event and gives you, you know, uh, uh, a good walkthrough you don't really ever i don't know i don't feel like you ever see him play all the like out out and out maybe there's a lot of like subtle things like he's got a lot of fornophiliacs so human furniture around uh so he just like Jeez. spanks people because i feel like he was into machinery and stuff right 
Yeah, so in my brain, it's very much an inventor. So you would totally find fucking weird way to tie so, people up. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you've got people dressed as like fucking uh, ceiling lamp lamps and shit. Um, so everything is really subtle. Maybe he's got like a, a secondary dom that like, or a house, like a head house slave uh, mm. that keeps everybody in check. But uh, you don't ever really see him do anything other than like check things, just like dust mm. a surface now and then with his very mm. white gloves. Mm. Because you know the 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 spankings they happen after the party. You are in a good chair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then spank, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, in my brain, I guess I'm very stereotypical, but like doctor fetish medical mm -hmm. thing, but in a very much of the, you know, the psyching an alien and looking into people and like on the table, operation table, fully like attached and playing in them and, you know creating that fake visual and but once in a while like very rarely you're gonna see it happen i feel like yeah i like it little latex gloves yeah everything's latex mm -hmm. oh boy okay so yeah i agree on both of these possibilities yeah but i really like the yours with the um like, you never see him do anything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like at the party, it never happened. It only happened behind closed door and at in his own pace. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe at one party, somebody fucked up really bad. And, like, in a back room somewhere, somebody heard, like, the sound of, like, a caning. Or a mechanical <laughs> chainsaw. Oh, shit. And then they strap him on, like, a... A rolling bed in a straight jacket. Okay, yeah, maybe. With the sounds in the back coming. Maybe. That's how I imagine it. And sure. when he screamed the minute he entered the room, nobody know why. <laughs> it's just a can of a sound. <laughs> a can of screams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, next up I really want to talk about Chaps McGee over here Ganon Chaps Dorf. McGee yes I mean he's, he pretty much wears chaps yes the abs are very good yes okay I'm going to let you go first on this one okay easy Garendorf for me I like the depiction in the video game that uh, most of the time he is represented, but I think the better one I had was maybe in the recent one, Breath of the Wild, because it's very much like beefier, sexier, and you learn about where he's coming from and everything. And, you know, it's that town of uh, woman only. Mm -hmm. And every time there's a guy, which is very rare, they just kick him up out of town and they never can come back. Um, so f for me, I feel like this guy obviously is a very dominating man, mm -hmm. but I feel like he would 
totally only be submissive to women. Yes. Just a but, big, beefy boy. Yeah, like he's very big. But like when there's nobody around for him to be submissive to, he's very much just a king sitting. Mm-hmm. And like getting fed, getting clean. Um, just beautiful fucking man looking and just waiting for people to arrive. He doesn't even stand up. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, get bring people over. I'm also, I'm also looking at these uh, jewels here and it's very... Yeah, I mean, he's all ornate in gold and his skin is so dark with this very red, uh, red um, colored hair. hair. I love his big nose. nose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. May I uh, go off? Yeah. (laughs) May I, as you say, uh, go off? Okay. So I'm going to say that Ganondorf is first and foremost gender fluid. Oh my God. Yes. Because he and they are... uh, covered in the most magnificent jewels and they're so like gentle and feminine and Mm -hmm. i am loving just sort of this like embracing of masculine body uh gilding it um i'm i'm loving it uh getting (laughs) sort of like like uh zen himbo vibes yes so maybe piss him off yeah, so maybe a bit of like um like a a a chill uh hookah s- shisha smoking uh sort of not even like a dom just like a person who likes to play with others. Uh mm-hmm. I'm seeing somebody who likes to do sensation play with nails, uh have sensual moments, maybe not necessarily like uh dynamic or role specific. Uh, but just, like, really likes to be in the moment with whomever he's with. So, like, if it's a dom, he'll he'll be submissive. If it's, uh-huh. uh, you know, a submissive, he'll... He's very versatile. Mm-hmm. No, I like that a lot. Very mm-hmm. much. Yeah. I think that fits very... Also really enjoys body worship. Yes. Muscle worship. Smelly stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Same. Like I just see him, you know, in those very uh, sauna place where it's just mm-hmm. like a low water. Yeah, and it's just sitting with this gigantic harm around it. <laughs> yep, the tiniest towel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the smoke is just all the. The the uka uh, is that what yeah how it's uka yeah. yeah so yeah I like that mm-hmm. um I think that's pretty round for for that mm-hmm. I'm just uh, pulling up an image of our next guy I mean Wait. you know pyramid head I know but I need to look at them to think about their outfits. <laughs> What outfit? <laughs> exactly. You wear, you wear a, a like a, a pyramid. 
no, but at this grown area, grown, yeah, growing gentle area is like just a, a, a skirt, I guess. He wears a kilt, a leather kilt. I I was about to say like a latex kilt. Yeah, latex or leather, maybe leather and latex, like a nice mix mm. of both. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, I'll start. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I'm I believe that this person is into like high restriction uh, bondage. Uh, in this specific case, like something that perhaps fucks with his hearing and his sight uh mm. but i also believe that he enjoys uh using things like paddles and uh beating people so i think that he goes out in sort with sort of like a like a hood that is his his signature triangle shape but it's perhaps mm -hmm. a leather uh restricting of view but he can still sort of see like a horse situation mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he wears like the the leather and latex kilt, and he just drags this big fucking ugh, words wooden paddle, uh, mm -hmm. just around with him. Like it's not as big as like the big sword or whatever that you see him actually dragging, probably because mm -hmm. I feel like that's a little like silly. Uh, <laughs> but maybe maybe that's like his toy case. Uh, of just like long paddles and he's yes. just like rolls in uh, looking terrifying mm -hmm. I like that you know in my brain I really much see him being a super saddest, uh, saddest mm -hmm. but also super masochist yes like it's both at the same time yeah and he like both mm -hmm. and he can take a lot Yeah, he's like into like getting nailed to things. Yeah, like hook and everything. Yeah, flesh and... hooks. Absolutely flesh hooks. Yeah. And nobody know what he looks like. Like you <gasps> yeah. never see his face. There's secrets that he's a celebrity. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> But like he doesn't mind being being completely stripped naked. And as long as his face is dirty. like <laughs> Yeah. In its hood. Yeah, and I don't know. In my head, that's pretty fun. And yes, just a. But he takes a good beating, and he likes it more than giving. I think. Yes. And I feel like he would be very caring. In fact, when he gives. Oh yeah, big gentle hands. Yeah, he's a himbo. Yeah, but the secret himbo. Yeah. And I think that when you beat him, he's completely silent. And then just at oh the God, end, yes. he just lets out one big, like, like roar. And like, that's his, oh. like, when he's, when the scene is over, he just like, oh and like, God. lets it all out. M yeah, I was just imagining a, a big sigh, like it's over. Yeah. Very calm still. Oh I mean, also possible, but like both would be good. Or maybe when he he like eventually jerks off later, then he screams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> oh my god! I love the next one. I'm gonna have a sip of water. I yeah, I'm so confused. I, I can try and start. Um. 
for me, I really imagine the four of them always together. I think it's four. I thought it was Orange, three. Orange, pink. Blue? Blue. Orange, yellow. Oh my god, I'm so confused. Um, yeah, it's four. So orange, pink, blue, and red. Yes. Um, oh my god, they have know... names? Yeah, I was about to say I didn't know they had names. Okay. Um, but they have names. Okay, Shadow, Speedy, Bashful, and Pokey. Uh, also it's nicknamed Blinky, Pinky, Inky, and Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. That's so funny. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know. I feel like this is a call for Anchor Chief code. Ooh, let's. <laughs> I'm going to look up the hanky code. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Which one do we want to use, though? Here's the. That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. You just pick one and we can check with that. Yeah, I'm going to use the... Uh, oh, God, there's a lot of them. Uh, yeah, yes. here we go. I'm going to do the uh, onyxnortheast.org hanky code introduction. Seems mm -hmm. good enough. Uh, so, uh, is there a lavender? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Dildo fucker or fucky. Mm -hmm. uh, for speedy. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. uh, Shadow is either sort of like a park sex bottom, blood play, fisting, uh, and like bears. Yeah, I'm going to go for fisting. So we've yeah. got fisting, dildo fucker. Uh, Bashful <laughs> is sort of a <laughs> like a teal, right? So in the teals, we have uh, cocksucker. Yes. Yes. A bashful cocksucker. Um yes. and then Pokey is sort of just like a warm yellow. Uh we're just gonna go piss. Yeah, I think that's close enough. Yeah. All right, so fisting, dildos, cocksucking, and piss. Can and I think they all do that together? Yes. yes. May I also suggest they are, in fact, a puppy pack? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> That's adorable. The Pac-Man ghost puppy pack? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, that's adorable. And they all wear the gear with the right color. Oh, my uh -huh. God, stop. This is adorable. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I'm going to have to draw you some uh, art. Yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> uh i mean i feel like we finished that one up together yeah and would you could we put pac-man as like the uh handler hmm. but he's Only never there yeah. i was gonna say i feel like they chase him so Maybe there's just some, oh my God, what if there's somebody in the community who just wears a big yellow inflatable latex Oh outfit? my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they just chase him around like a big ball. Because it looks like a ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, I like that. No, that's very fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I hope that the listeners enjoyed this really uh, 
short well it's not even that short to be very honest but like a shorter episode uh super fun next week we're gonna roll back in with our last episode of the season yes we're gonna take some months off and Mm -hmm. gather some content to rootle and more meet more queer people and talk to other uh other kink interests that people have um Mm. if you know somebody or uh have have an idea of that you would like to hear on the show please feel free to write to us yeah Uh, we have a gmail account we have also uh the uh you know the web page that you can uh, reach us on we can reach us on facebook instagram uh so it's pretty easy to message us whenever you want well on that stay kinky stay safe i'm noodles and i'm irony Bye. Bye. I love you, noodles. I love you too. <laughs>